the twenty-sixth adventure of the fall of the nibelungs by anonymous translated by margaret armour this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by phil Schempf. how dankwart slew gelfrat when they were all on the shore the king asked who will show us the right way through the country that we go not astray whereto bold folker answered i will do it stop said hagen both knights and squires one must follow one's friends that is plain to me and right but i have heavy news to tell you never again shall we see burgundy two mermaids told me this morning early that we should win back to our home nevermore now follow my counsel arm ye ye heroes and guard your lives well stark foemen are at hand wherefore ride as to battle i hope to prove the word of the wise mermaids false they said that none save the chaplain would return it was for that i had so gladly drowned him the news flew from rank to rank many a bold knight grew pale and fell in fear of bitter death whereto he journeyed doleful were they and dreary they crossed the river at murring where elsie's ferryman was killed and hagen said further i have made enemies by the way that will shortly set on us i slew the boatman this morning wherefore if gelfrat and elsie attack us welcome them on such wise that it shall go hard with them they will do it without fail for i know them for bold men ride softly that none may say we fly so be it said young giselher who will lead us through the land and they answered folker the bold minstrel he knoweth all the hills and the paths or they had time to ask him the brave fiddler stood before them armed with his helmet on his harness was bright colored and he had bound a red pennon on his spear soon he came with the kings in great peril the news of his boatman's death had reached gelfrat stark elsie had heard it likewise wroth were they both they summoned their knights that were soon ready straightway as i will tell you a mighty host strongly armed rode to them that had suffered scathe to gelfrat came more than seven hundred when these set out to pursue their grim foemen the leaders spurred hotly after the strangers to be revenged by the which they lost many friends hagen of trony had so ordered it how could a hero guard his kinsmen better that he brought up the rear with his vassals and with dankwart his brother it was wisely done the day was far spent the light failed he feared greatly for his comrades they rode through bavaria behind shields and shortly after were set upon on both sides and close behind they heard the trample of hoofs and spurred on then said bold dankwart they will fall on us here ye did well to bind on your helmets so they stopped as needs was then they saw the glitter of shields in the dark hagen held his peace no longer who follow us by the way gelfrat had to answer said the margrave of bavaria we seek our foemen and follow on their track i know not who slew my boatman to-day he was a valiant knight and i grieve for his loss then said hagen of trony was the boatman thine he would not ferry me over the blame is mine i slew him certes i had need i had nigh met my death at his hand i offered him gold and raiment sir knight as his meed for rowing us into thy land so angry was he that he struck me with his great oar whereat i was grim enow then i seized my sword and defended me from his wrath with a grisly wound whereby the hero perished 
I will answer for it as seemeth good to thee. So they fell to fighting, for they were wroth. I knew well, said Gelfrat, when Gunther crossed with his followers, that Hagen's insolence would do us some hurt. Now he shall not escape us. His death shall pay for the boatman's. Gelfrat and Hagen couched their lances to thrust above their shields. Deadly was their hate. Elsie and Dankwart met gallantly, and proved on each other was their might. They strove grimly. How could heroes have fought better? Bold Hagen was knocked back from off his horse by a strong blow from Gelfrat's hand. The poitral brake asunder, and he fell. From the followers also rang the clash of spears. Hagen sprang up again where he had fallen on the grass from the blow. Not little was his wrath against Gelfrat. I know not who held their horses. Hagen and Gelfrat were both on the ground. They ran at each other, and their attendants helped them and fought by them. For all Hagen's fierce onset, the noble Margrave hewed an L's length from his shield, that the sparks flew bright. Gunther's man was well nigh slain. Then he cried aloud to Dankwart, Help, dear brother, I perish by the hand of a hero. Bold Dankwart answered, I will decide between you. The knight spurred toward them, and smote Gelfrat such a blow that he fell dead. Elsie would have avenged him, but he and his followers were overcome. His brother was slain, and he himself wounded. Full eighty of his warriors he left there with grim death. The prince had to flee before Gunther's men. When the Bavarians gave way, there was heard the echo of grisly strokes. The men of Trony chased their foes, and they that stayed not to answer for it had little ease by the way. But while they pursued them, Dankwart said, Now turn we, and let them ride. We are wet with blood. Let us join our friends. Truly it were best. When they came again where the fight had been, Hagen of Trony said, Let us see now, ye heroes, who are a-missing, and whom we have lost through Gelfrat's anger. They had four to mourn for that they had lost. Well they were avenged. Against these, more than a hundred of them of Bavaria lay slain. The shields of the men of Trony were dim and wet with blood. The bright moon shone faintly through the clouds, and Hagen said, let none tell my dear masters what hath befallen us. Let them be free of trouble till the morrow. When they that had fought came up with the rest, they found them overcome with weariness. How long shall we ride? asked many among them. Bold Dankwart answered, Here is no hostel. Ye must ride till it is day. Folker that had the charge bade ask the marshal, Where shall we halt for the night, that the horses and my dear masters may rest? But Dankwart said, I know not. We cannot rest till the dawn. Then we shall lie down on the grass, wherever we find a place. When they heard this news, they were sorry enow. Of the red blood that reeked on them, nothing was said, till the sun greeted the morning on the mountains with his bright beams, and the king saw that they had fought. The knight cried angrily, How now, friend Hagen? Wherefore didst thou scorn my help when they were wetting thy harness with blood? Who hath done it? Hagen answered, It was Elsie. He fell on us by night. Because of his ferryman he attacked us. My brother's hand slew Gelfret. Elsie was forced to flee. An hundred of his men, and four of ours, lie dead, slain in battle. I cannot tell you where they rested. Soon all the country folk heard that noble Uta's sons were on their way to the high tide. They were well received at Passau. 
bishop pilgerin the king's uncle was well pleased that his nephews drew nigh with so many knights he was not slow to give them welcome friends rode out to meet them on the way when there was not room enough for all in passau they crossed the river to a field and there the squires put up tents and rich pavilions they had to tarry there a whole day and a night well they were entreated then they rode into rudiger's country when rudiger heard the news he was glad when the way-weary ones had rested and drew nigher to rudiger's country they found a man asleep on the marches from whom hagen of trony took a stark weapon this same good knight hight echoart right heavy was he of his cheer that he had lost his sword through the passing of the heroes they found rudiger's marches ill-guarded woe is me for this shame cried echoart sore i rue the burgundians journey the day i lost siegfried my joy was ended alack sir rudiger an ill turn i have done thee hagen overheard all the warrior's grief and gave him his sword again with six red armlets take them sir knight for love of me and be my friend thou art a brave man to lie here all alone god quit thee for thine armlets answered echoart yet still i must rue thy journey to the huns thou slewest siegfried and art hated here look well to thyself from true heart i warn thee god must guard us said hagen no other care have these knights the princes and their liegemen than to find quarters where they may tarry the night our horses are weary from the long way and our provender is done we can find none to buy we have need of a host that of his charity would give us bread echoart answered i will show you such an host better welcome to his house will none give you in any land than rudiger if ye will go to see him he dwelleth fast by the road and is the best host that ever had a house his heart blossometh with virtues as smiling may decketh the grass with flowers he is ever glad to serve knights then said king gunther wilt thou be my envoy and ask my dear friend rudiger if he will keep us me with my kinsmen and our men till the day i will requite him as best i can i will gladly be thy envoy answered echoart he set out with good will and told rudiger what he had heard such good news had not reached him for long a knight was seen hasting to becklaren rudiger knew him and said here cometh echoart kriemhild's man down the way he deemed that foemen had done him a hurt he went to the door and met the envoy that ungirded his sword and laid it down rudiger said to the knight what hast thou heard that thou ridest in such hot haste hath any done us a mischief none hath harm us said echoart straightway three kings have sent me gunther of burgundy giselher and gernot each of them commended his service to thee the same doth hagen from true heart and also folker further i have to tell thee that dankwart the king's marshal bade me say that the good knights have need of thy roof rudiger answered with smiling face this is glad news that the high kings need my service it shall not be denied them right glad am i that they come to my house dankwart the marshal bade me tell thee who there be of them sixty bold warriors and a thousand good knights with nine thousand squires rudiger rejoiced to hear it and said welcome are these guests the high warriors that come to my castle and that i so seldom have served heretofore ride out to meet them my kinsmen and my vassals whereat knights and squires hasted to horse all that their lord commandeth they deemed right so they served him the better gotelin that sat in her chamber had not heard the news 
End of the 26th Adventure